Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm here with my co-host, and that's my pops, also known as Coach Simmons, the draftsman, also known as the AutoCAD entrepreneur, Joel Simmons. How you doing today, pops? I'm good, man. Great. Today, we're going to talk about a, a wide assortment of topics. First up, uh, we're going to talk about past games that happened on Sunday, May 16th, where the Hornets versus the Wizards, where the Wizards won 115 to 110. And then the... Uh, the second game uh, we're going to talk about uh, Warriors versus Grizzlies, where the Warriors won one thirteen to one on one, and then we're going to do our uh, play-in tournament preview slash predictions. Where um, in the Eastern Conference, we'll start off there with the Celtics in the seventh seed versus the AC Wizards, and the ninth seed Pacers versus the tenth seed Hornets. Then we'll go over to the Western Conference play-in tournament, where there'll be the Lakers. 7th seed Lakers versus the 8th seed Warriors and the 9th seed Grizzlies versus the 10th seed Spurs. And um, the Eastern Conference uh, playing tournament will be on Tuesday, May 18th. And then the Western Conference playing tournament will be uh, on Wednesday, May 19th. So uh, first up, like I said, let's talk about the game from Sunday, Hornets versus the Wizards. Both, whoever won that game will be the uh, will be the eighth seed. Absolutely. And in that game, of course, you know, the Wizards won 115 and 110. And, um, you know, Bill, they said he wasn't officially supposed to play in the game until 30 minutes before tip-off. And um, I guess it was a good thing he did play. He had 25 points. Uh, Russ had a triple-double again with 23 points, 15 rebounds and 10 assists. And Rui Hachimura. He had 16 points. Uh, Robin Lopez had 18. Is Smith had 14. Absolutely. And um, Dad, what are your thoughts about this? I know they didn't air the game, but um, did you ch- check out any of the highlights? I, I, I saw some of the highlights. I like what I, I see. I, I think uh, if you look at, it, I think the, the Wizards are, are really a, a good story. You know, and if you think back, you know, back this was during my time. Now, when the Wizards were the, were the old Washington Bullets, they were they were teams that were always in the playoffs. You know, those teams like the not the it were the Bullets then, but the Wizards and, and the Knicks, which we may talk about a little bit. But those were teams that that were as you could count on during when the NBA playoffs started. They were going to be in, in it, or they're going to be somewhere around it. And it was good to see the Wizards in that that city and that area have a chance to have some uh, post postseason basketball action and I'm, I'm really sort of enjoying this uh this play and it, it, at the beginning I wasn't so much for it, but I, I I'm, I'm 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 buying into it now uh with that you know the Wizards they finished the season um 17 and 7 their record and um on the Charlotte side um at one point they had a 16 point lead so that's that's not good that they will blow a a huge lead, especially at in uh, Washington as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Uh, Terry Rozier had 22 points. Uh, Lomelo had 19 points, five assists, and seven rebounds. Mm-hmm. Miles Bridges had 17 points, and Devontae Graham had 15 points off the bench. And um, another note to this game: Hayward, Gordon Hayward's been out. It seems like a month now. He was out in this game, and mm-hmm. it seems like he's going to be out for the the playing tournament game. So that's not oh, a bad. good look for Hornets and. Um, the Hornets, they closed the regular season on a five-game losing streak. And um, mm. right now they're trending in the wrong direction. I hope hopefully they can somehow yeah. kind of steer the ship straight. But the way they're they're yeah. looking, it seems like a lot of these teams um, are just running out of gas. That's what it kind of just seems like to me, to me. Well, you know, LaMelo, at one point they were they were um, looking at getting home court advantage. Yeah, and then, I remember that. He goes out with a wrist injury for like a month, basically, and then now they're fighting to actually get in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I just hope, yeah, I hope they can make they, it, man. Yeah, well, it's, and it's good for the NBA to have these young guys, up and coming stars like that, uh, being showcased. And uh, let's move on to the second uh, game. This was also had huge implications as well to the seeding. Um, whoever won this game, we're going to get the A seed, and that's mm-hmm. that turned out to be the Warriors, where they won against the Grizzlies, um, one thirteen to one on one. And uh, this basically was a Curry Curry game. Curry led the way with forty six points, seven rebounds, nine assists, and then in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Steph scored 17 points to the Grizzlies, 20 points, and Ridiculous. Steph ended up having 31 points in the second half. And um, mm-hmm. he was 9 of 22 from three, and he was 16 and 36 from the field. And I think they said that's the most three point attempts, and I think just attempts yeah. overall in the game Steph had. So yeah. 
So what do you what are your thoughts about the game? Because I pretty much I think watched most of it. I think it was just uh, classic classic Steph. I think they just told Steph they turned Steph loose just to go do it because uh, you know the, 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 those days when they had that tremendous uh, second unit and uh, Iguodala and some of these other cats, uh, David West, some of the grown men on that team. They don't have it, and they have a bunch of young young bucks, or young kids. And they really on, on grizzled veterans. They got Draymond and Steph, and Steph and Draymond are playing basically out of their heads. And I'm glad to see it. Um, in that game too, like it was Steph started off kind of rocky. Like I think he missed his first three or four shots, but then he finally got loose. Um, the guy um, Dylan Brooks played real good defense on him early in the game, yeah. but he stayed on top of him, was holding him, and basically. Yeah. Just trying to old school showing the the Cleveland Cavaliers way of guarding Steph back in 2016 Absolutely. the way they just kind of manhandled. But Steph obviously hasn't seen this before, so Steph started going back door and using his aggression against them. Absolutely. And Draymond, a couple of I think it was two plays. Draymond got him back door, Beautiful. and then one Draymond just let Steph. I don't think Steph knew he he had it, and Draymond just threw the pass out. And mm-hmm. you know, Steph's a cerebral player. He just read it like, okay, and Draymond threw him open. Yeah. And um, also on the scoring tip about Steph, he he's a, he got the scoring champ uh, yeah. title in this game. He only had to score four points. Oh my goodness! And um, he's the oldest scoring champ at the age of thirty three since Michael Jordan, yeah. who was uh, thirty five years old when mm-hmm. he did when he did it back in ninety eight. And oh, yeah. um. That place is uh, Steph and MJ is the only scoring champs <laughs> uh, at the age of 33 and older. And um, yeah, we call it old, right? Also, uh, mm. Steph joins MJ, Wilt, and Kareem as the only players with multiple scoring titles, MVPs, and championships. At, and um, also, it wasn't just about Steph in that game. Wiggins, he had 21 points. Yep. Draymond had 14 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. And uh, Jordan Poole off the bench had 15. Yeah. He was, you know, he was very huge. Uh, Jordan Poole, he had some timely. Absolutely. He had a timely three back in, I think, in the fourth quarter where they kind of got it back close. And um, yeah. Wiggins um, played well throughout offensively and uh, defensively. Were you, were you surprised about how, how good his supporting cast played? I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm really not surprised. You, you, you remember early in the season we talked about that, how they were using all these different combinations of players and, and all that was happening, all of that uh, time that they got to actually play, it's starting to pay off for them now down toward the end. The situations when they come into a game are not – that's huge to him. I, and I, I'm, I'm really impressed with the way Poole is playing. He seems like he has ice water in his vein. He doesn't care. And that's what you got to have. Yeah, because that, that just goes back to now a lot of these Warriors fans, they were they were upset with Kerr about not playing, um, you know, Steph 40 minutes a game oh, no, no, no. and 30, 37 minutes a game. This is why he was doing it to Absolutely. save him for the eventual run. Like, people – I just don't understand at this point. We, you know, if you watch NBA years and years, you have to pace yourself. It's not a, it's not a race. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. So now that's why, yeah. like you said, they un, they basically unleash stuff. Like, and yeah, I hope turn them loose. when we get to it, that's what he's probably going to do from now on. It, it just seems like when we were talking about it well, off the show, yep. basically they, they got to play almost like the 2001 um, Sixers where Iverson yeah. was essentially the offensive he was the juggernaut and then everybody yeah. else played defense, moved the ball. Absolutely. And kind of would fill in when they needed to. And that's what kind of what they're they're doing now. So I'm just, I'm you pleased. know, especially and then Poole, at one point, Poole wasn't even on there. T- he was in the G League for yeah. a good portion of the season and people were, were mad about that. And they slowly brought him along, and where he got enough reps in the G League, yeah. And now he comes over, you know, with the big, you know, with the team, of course. And now he's, like you said, playing well. The moment's not too big for him. And also, you just see the growth on how they play on offense. They're early in the season. I don't know if he changed something, but it seems like now everybody knows. Oh, we just need to do a dribble hand out to Steph, or if I don't have it, set yeah. a screen for Steph. Yeah. Or cut back door like um, that uh, kid. Um, Juan Toscano answer like he played well where he moves the ball he'll cut back door he plays good defense and he's just it seems like they know what they're doing now and that's what familiarity yeah that, that, bleed, that breeds success repetition and they understand the system and basically they understand where they need to be at on certain plays and, and, they, and, and they know the offense that's the big thing and on the well on the Grizzlies side like they, they kept it close like even at one point um, 
Yep. You know, Steph went on that run the third quarter. They yeah. Steph went up to about 17, but um, the the Grizzlies cut it down to, you know, they tied the game up with uh, Dylan Brooks. Like, he he played well at a certain yeah. point, but he was too too aggressive. Where Yeah, they're not going to let him get away with these gra- all this grabbing. And that it's last one he fired out on, it was just, he just, I don't know what he was thinking. He just hit Draymond for no, like for no reason, <laughs> like one of those just – you're tired type of files, but he should have known better. That was his sixth file, and then yep. he brought him back really from down seventeen in the fourth, and yep. then after that, that pretty much was over with for the uh, with their comeback. Yeah, because you know uh, Valanciunas led the way. He had twenty nine points and uh, sixteen rebounds. Dylan Brooks, like I said, he had eighteen points when he filed out. Mm-hmm. Um, John Moran had sixteen points, nine assists, and uh, yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. had fourteen points. Kyle Absolutely. Anderson at ten, they were in, they were in it for a good while, but it's like they just they they kind of unraveled. Yeah. yeah, but you know what though? I'm gonna say this right now. That that that, that Grizzlies team, I could see some, I see some diamonds out there in the rough out there. You know, they just need a couple of little pieces, just like a lot of these teams. You know, they they they're getting close. They they just gotta refine. I think they they mm-hmm. not, not, I don't think they're the same caliber. They kind of in the young OKC team where they got all the pieces. They just need to get the reps. That's all. And um the the Grizzlies part of the reason they lost two shot twenty four percent from three, and the Warriors shot thirty eight percent. Then they were out rebounded. Um, mm-hmm. The Warriors out rebounded forty six rebounds to so their thirty nine. The Grizzlies were one of the top rebounding teams in the NBA. So for that to happen, yeah. They they can't win. Then they they kind of shut not not shut down job, but they they put something in that he's gonna see if he gets deeper in the game. They just they just left him out there from three point line. Yeah, and they was like, well, we're not gonna come out there until you make one. And they he didn't. I think he made one possibly, yeah. but for the majority of the game, they just said we're not going well, out there. Well, for for a lot of these teams who are trying to get into that playoff, these have been like uh, playoff games to me. Uh, it, the, some of the intensity, not all of them, but for these teams like the Golden State and the Grizzlies, that was almost like a little uh, playoff game there. I mean, there was a lot of riding on that game. Yeah, that's what, that's what Steve yeah. Kerr basically said. This was a playoff game, and it, that's the way they treated it too because yeah. it wasn't too – you know, a lot of times they, they get kind of loose. Yep. And I even like um, – that guy, um, the Bill was mad at um, what's his name? Uh, I forget the guard, but but he usually kind of turns the ball over, and I saw that he wasn't um, really doing too much trying to create for anybody. They play real. They started having turnovers towards the end of what got them back, mm-hmm. you know, got the Grizzlies back in the game. But they take took care of the ball and kind of played with precision, and they didn't. They only played about eight people, and. Um, Jordan Bell, he played for a couple of spot minutes. You know, they re-signed him mm-hmm. um, this past week. So he's already – he knows the system and everything. But um, that was a good, entertaining game as well. Oh, very, um, very much so. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, let's move into the – well, the pre-playoff, what they call it, the play-in tournament, mm-hmm. the preview and predictions. We're going to start in the Eastern Conference where um, – let's start with the – yeah, let's start with the Pacers versus the Hornets. Uh, the 9-seed Pacers versus the 10-seed Hornets. Where, um, the Pacers, they have the 34-38 record this year. Um, right now, just to give a little overview of them, they're six in scoring in the NBA with 115 points a game per game. Uh, they're second in assists in the NBA with 27 assists a game. And this is a thing. Um, they said they've never met in the playoffs, and that's that's kind of well, yeah. I guess you could say kind of odd because at one point, you know, Charlotte back in the nineties, they were a pretty pretty yeah, solid a team, team, and yeah. Pacers were a solid team around that time too. Oh yeah, and um, you know, lead scorer for the Pacers, you know, is Malcolm Brogdon, but He's I heard that yeah, uh, he he might not play so they like think it's gonna be a game time decision and um sure, you know they have also they have one of the the best turnover assist to turnover ratios is 2.0 which is fourth in the nba mm-hmm. and um their first matchup back on the 20 you know january 27th um you know they they had they didn't have lavert and then that was before Lamelo actually started so it's gonna kind of be a different team that each mm. team is facing because um, yeah. all these teams have some weird lineups because uh, of injuries and stuff and that's, that's just part of it I mean you know they got to make these adjustments on the fly and because well I guess I should say this their last matchup um, 
LaMelo, he didn't even play. Gordon Hayward, he played. And Mikael Bridges came out the bench in that game for 23 points. So it's like they – it's going to be, a, I guess, a, just a game of wheels because they don't know what team – this is going to be a weird game. Gordon Hayward, you know, like I said, he's going to be out, I think, more than likely. And then on the Pacers side, uh, like I said, Malcolm Brogdon is questionable. Jeremy Lamb, he's going to be out. Mm. And I kind of forgot Miles Turner, he's going to be out. So they're just a wounded – you know, they're basically yeah. wounded. So it just seems like uh. – if the um, Hornets are somewhat slightly healthier and just get out and play, they 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 look like they have the mm-hmm. they could, they the could, edge, I was, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's a tough. It's gonna be a tough matchup for the Pacers. You know, they got they have a, a lot of injured players, like you said, and then you know a lot of times uh, a lot of this stuff is determined. That I think the Pacers probably per. Uh, each player, I think I, I I like the play. I like the Pacers' uh, talent level, but you know, uh, you got guys coming in off the injured list and in the hospital. That's going to be a problem. It's gonna, it might be a game of attrition if they can get in there and play some uh, some uh, good defense. I mean, you know, they may they could probably can slow that down. The only thing the Pacers, of course, you know, they have some bonuses. Son, he's going to have the edge. Yeah. I would say against. Oh, he, he's going to have his way. And um, because yeah. now I see why I heard. Watching them different shows, they were saying they had to change up their offense to run their thing through Sabonis, and now seeing they're wounded like this, I'm like that. They had to be one of their main options because I know they were saying some of the players didn't like it. But I'm like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, because I think you know Karis Levert is there, but he's yeah, I guess he's back to fully 100. percent But he's he can't. I think he can't set people up. But I will see him more as a, of a score. Absolutely. But I think that's what they're going to have to rely on since, you know, Brian is banged up and just kind of run everything through Sabonis and um, yeah. run everything through Karis LeVert and try to try your best from there. Yeah. You got to you got to use what you got, man. I mean, I, it, you know, you, you, you can't uh, you can't eat steak if all you have is fish. I mean, you got to you got to use what you got. And uh, well, on the Hornets side, they were thirty-three mm-hmm. and thirty-nine um, for the mm-hmm. season. Uh, they were tied for fifth in assists in the NBA with twenty-six point mm-hmm. eight assists a game, and they were twentieth in defense with one hundred twelve points allowed. And there, and well, in the series, um, Terry Rozier was their leading scorer because, like I said, um, Lamelo he came off the bench in one game that they played against them, and then the other, I think, the other two games Lamelo didn't play. I know one he was hurt. Yep. And then now, like I said, Gordon Haywood is going to be out. So that's less offense. And um, you got to find so those points for somewhere. Their, their last match, like I think I said earlier, like they, they won 114 to 97 in Indiana. And, um, you know, they're going to have to, you know, rely on LaMelo to see. I'm pretty sure he's going to raise his game. If he, that's the way he's been playing the entire year. Terry Rozier has to step up. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Graham, he's gonna probably have to score a lot of points. Uh, Malik Monk, um, PJ Harrison, um, you know, uh, yeah. Mikael Bridges, like their young core, they're gonna have to sh- like kind of show and prove. It's next man up, like they're always hollering about. Those guys are, are professionals, and they, they just have to seize this moment. Because I think out of, I think uh, yeah, with Terrence Hill, he's been deep in the playoffs, and I think they're. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, Cody Zeller. He's you know he's been in the playoffs. Um, Red Wanamaker, and that's 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 about it. I guess going Hayward, but he's not playing. Of course, like yeah. they don't have too much playoff history, so they just got to make it you know on their own, and that's part of it. You know, everybody at one point, Michael Jordan was a rookie and didn't have playoff Absolutely. experience. Absolutely. Will Chamberlain, Magic, LeBron, LeBron, uh, Kareem, yeah. whoever, Kobe. You know, it just. Yeah, just <laughs> that's part of the the, the match mat, uh, the maturation process. Uh, they're gonna have to seize that moment that they're in and realize this is just a, a starting point. And, you, and that's how you become a grizzled veteran. You play in these kind of games. You learn things. This is a great uh, tutorial also to how to be a professional and how to close out games. And this is gonna give them opportunity. A lot of these players opportunities to do that. Put them in a different position. A lot of them. Yeah, so with. with- with all that, Dad, who you, who do you have winning this game? You know who I, you know who I'm going to pick. I, I'm I'm going to take uh, the the Hornets. I think I think they're going to rise to the occasion. Why why you say that? Just <laughs> I just I just I have a feeling about him. I think that the idea that Lamella came back from his injuries. You know he's he's showing. I think this shows a lot of leadership. Saying guys, I, you know he could have just took the rest of the year off. I'm sure. But I think he wanted to be there, and I think this time for that team to uh, to coalesce around those 
core of those young players they have and show us what they're made of. I think this is going to be their little breakout. Okay, well, my prediction, I'm, I'm going to go with the pace. I'll just be go the opposite because I, yeah. I, I say once, once I start talking about it, uh, Karis LeVert, he played well in the bubble last year where yep. he kind of stepped up when KD, you know, of course, KD yeah. was out the KD whole year. Yeah. And Kyrie was out at that point. And he played real, very well when it was kind of on his shoulders where he was setting people up mm-hmm. and he caused a lot of havoc um, in the bubble. And I'm thinking he's going to have that same type of um, – out, not out, outbreak, but mm-hmm. he's gonna step up to the occasion, and then with some bonus, like he's he'll be a touch tough matchup where he yep. is top in the in the league and getting double doubles. Yep. And I have a sneak suspicion Malcolm Brogdon probably will play or try to play, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, you know, I'll say they're they're gonna win it. But in the back of my mind too, I forgot they have all those off the court issues with their coach, so they might be ready to go to the house. So <laughs> it wraps up. Yeah, so but but I'll say the paces. Yeah. I'll just, okay. just go the other way. I'm sticking with them hornets. All right, so also staying in East, the the Supreme matchup, I guess the better matchup, I oh, guess yeah. with the eyes. Um, the Celtics, 7C Celtics versus the AC Wizards. Um, the season series, the Celtics won two to one against the Wizards. Uh, the Celtics, their record, just like they're just what they are, like yeah. thirty six and thirty six. That's five hundred. That's fifty percent. That's what they are. Uh, Celtics, they're sixteen in points per game with one hundred twelve points scored every game. Uh, they're tied for fifteenth in points allowed. Mm-hmm. So that's about fifty fifty as well. Yeah. You know, it's thirty teams and thirty one teams in the NBA. They're right at the the edge. So. Yeah. Uh, one fun fact I, I didn't realize this Bill and Taylor are both of St. Louis so that should be a good mm. showing out for their Absolutely. Uh, from where they're from I don't know if they're yeah they probably do know each other yeah, pretty well because yeah, I know Bill's know probably a little bit older but yeah. um, Jason Tatum he averaged 23 points seven rebounds against the Wizards in their you know the season series mm-hmm. but the Celtics like I said once again they're 10 and 10 over their last 20 games they're there, 50% there you go. That, I mean that's that's what they are and then mm-hmm. you know They'll be without Jalen Brown. And then I heard uh, Mark Smart is questionable because, you know, the calf injury. He stayed hurt a lot, too. And uh, Robin Williams III, he should be back for the Celtics uh, potentially, so he should help inside. He's um, He's a good player. So what what are your thoughts about the Celtics and their and their chances? Uh, I, I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, I I think they I think the Celtics are gonna uh, build us a fair go, uh, goodbye. I think the Wizards have enough in the tank to beat them, even with a, a slightly injured uh, Bill. I I think they, they I think they're gonna take the Celtics. I I, I think it's gonna be a pretty good a pretty good beating. And also. I'm looking at the stats. I get like their highest rebounder. This looks high for the Wizards is, is uh you know it's Westbrook, and then for the Celtics is um Tristan Thompson with eight rebounds. Yeah. And um you know from the Celtics side, Kimba he has to because I know he sat out his last game, but that might have been for maintenance. But he yeah. has to step up huge for them to win because like you said, since Jalen Brown's out, like who's gonna be their second score? I know yeah. they have um that guy they signed. Who's the, the guard they signed? You remember? At the uh, trading deadline, yeah, Evan Fournier or Fournier, um, yeah. Jabari Park, I think they're gonna have to step up and be huge. Where they have to kind of, some guards kind of let them loose because you know the Wizards, they're not the greatest defense. Well, I'm gonna get to that side, but they're not a great defensive team. So yeah. the Celtics, if they can just score and play us a, a little bit of defense, they mm-hmm. they have the chance to win because that's been their problem too. They're their um, defense has really slipped towards the end of the season, and they they've been you know kind of like you said trending down. But they they played well the other I think it was uh, Sunday where they played the Knicks, but that yeah. most was their bench unit. Yeah, and some of those guys they might need to let one of them play because they played pretty tough. Not to you know yeah, that's, I know that's a small talking. sample size, but I think one a of the spark. Yeah, the um, yeah. I think the guy's name is um, yeah Carson Edwards. They might need to throw him in there because he can score. Like he's he is small in stature, but I mean he'll mm-hmm. he, he, he's he's tough and he'll at least fight. And I think they they kind of have to rely on some of them because, like you said, they just can't. Yeah, to, to to me, their their team is it's almost and when you, when you watch them play, like you said, something something missing. It's just like you eat a piece of cake and you say, well, it tastes good, but it looks good, but something missing. And I think that's that, that's been the Celtics the whole whole year. They're just a, a to me like they've been an up and down team. You know, I I don't understand 
the chemistry on that team. I think that's why I was telling you earlier. Some of these other podcasts, uh, they got to make some changes on that team, man. I, you know, and I'm sorry, I I have <laughs> I could solve their problem first. They need to get a, a guard that can score and doesn't stay in the hospital. I mean, Kimball's a great guy. I'm sure he is, but to me, he he doesn't add too the right mix to that team, man. They need somebody who can get out there a little bigger guard, somebody that can get his shot too. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's switch over to the Wizards' sides. Um, right. They're thirty-four and eight, thirty-four and thirty-eight this year. They mm-hmm. were third in points per game in the NBA with one hundred sixteen points. They would score that amount uh, every game, and uh, they were eighth in rebounds per game with forty-five point two rebounds. Uh, in the season series, Bill averaged forty points against the Celtics. That's the highest against any team. So that's not a Something good for the Celtics. Absolutely. And uh, Bill and Westbrook, as a duo, they averaged 56 points per game. They were the highest scoring duo in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, also to note, uh, Bill, he, you know, obviously said he's in 100% with his hamstring injury. So, that, that might be another kind of mm-hmm. thing going towards the Celtics. And then, but with the Wizards, like right now, Russ is rolling. Like, Russ is, I oh. think he's, he, I think they named the player of the month. Because, yeah. you know, he averaged a triple-double probably for this month. And then, of course, he got the triple-double record, I think, last week. Yeah. And right now, like I said, they're they're one of the highest-scoring teams in the NBA. And in one game, they might just say, man, let's just run them out of the gym. Like, Absolutely. That's, that's sometimes what you got to do, in, in, yeah. especially in one game where they can just, you know, just let, let Bill kind of run loose and let, let Russ run loose and just try to outscore him yeah. and use your depth, what, what depth you have. Yeah, make that, take take the game to them. I mean, you know, to me, Boston hasn't shown me anything where they, where is they you know, you could say, well, okay, uh, Boston Boston's going to lock these guys down. I, they haven't shown me that this year. I mean, to me, like, Boston is still a team in, in, uh, in the, in the uh, design for, uh, design, uh, Phase of uh, what that team's going to be, and you know they, they, you know they got some things they need to uh, change and to adjust, and I think they're probably going to do it during the off season. Um, I, I think like like you said uh, with the Wizards, they got to probably use their depth, use their depth, play at a high high pace. Where I don't they don't think they need to play any t- any type of like mid tempo game. They need to be no. come out blazing because no. um, they're playing. Yeah, they're playing in Boston, so you kind of want the little crowds that we have now yep. trying to take them out from the jump yeah. because I know they're going to be ready. And um, I think Russ, like you said, they're they're trending upward where the the Boston, um, I think their last their last couple of games, their last week, they've been um, really subpar and yep. it might come back to, you know, to bite them. But – Jason Tatum, he he can go deep in the well. Well, you know, he scored sixty points against the Spurs um earlier this year yeah, where they were down thirty some points. Yeah. So in one game he might can potentially outscore both of them because Bill is not one hundred percent, but mm. it's a tough a tall task to come up against, especially without Jalen Brown. And um Absolutely. I'm pretty sure the Wizards are gonna be focusing their defensive um yeah. scheme primarily towards Tatum. Yeah, I'm gonna turn but, that ward off. Um, they 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 they've been running out of three guard lineup these past couple of games, so I don't think that bodes well oh, no. defensively. But they might just say like like I said, they might just come out like we're just gonna run and gun and um go from there and see if they can score with us and um yeah and if they do that, they have a good chance, you know, a real good chance of winning. So what what are your thoughts? Who who you got? And it's playing game uh, Celtics or the Wizards. I'm taking the Wizards. I I, I just got a feeling. I, I I and I don't know. And it's not going to be real scientific. I just got a feeling about this team. I mean, I think when during the season, I think people, a lot of people, just sort of discounted the Wizards. Say, oh well, they're doing pretty good. And they, you know, they talked about West Westbrook and about how yo he's going to break all these records and stuff, but they're not going on. I think I think uh, West Westbrook has a has a chip on his shoulder about nine feet tall. And I think he's gonna try to sh- he's gonna show these people that, that you know that th- don't dismiss us. You know when somebody dismisses you, that almost gets your back up. Don't get angry. Get your back up and, and disprove them. You know. And I think uh, I think that's gonna be enough for them to carry today. I, but Boston hasn't shown me enough this year. That they're gonna be so dominant. They can just go in there and just 
run some team out the floor. They haven't shown me that. Yeah, that's what I'm looking. The Celtics, their last five games, they're one and four. And um, yeah. the the Wizards, they're three and two in their last five games. And um, I think, um, you know, I, I go the opposite. Like you said, I just go whatever opposite you say. <laughs> the Celtics, I say they, they possibly can win because Bill, the way he was talking, like, well, I'm not 100%. Yes, and talk. then they might, you know, on the opposite side, the Celtics might run some stuff. Like, okay, since we know he's not 100 so we're going to run them. Okay. Put somebody on the baseline, or make, whoever he's guarding, they might just attack from that point and right. just get real basic. Oh, it's a lot of strategy, and um, yeah. you know, just say they can ride Tatum. Like if Tatum, the what, yeah, especially now, now that I think about it, they're in this this game where all they need to do is win one. They're in the playoffs, absolutely. Yeah. So they might just let Tatum loose and try to you know figure out. And you know, Marcus Smart, if he plays too, they have a good chance because he brings intangibles where he you know, yeah, I know he's so. I'll, I'll just say for the sake of it, I'll just say what the Celtics could possibly win if they if they can um, go at Bill, who's not 100%, and kind of yeah. yeah. bait Russ into being a scorer. Like, they can probably possibly have a chance to win. Absolutely. But I I, I think with the Wizards, I, I think somebody's going to come up, going to come out off of that bench that we're not even thinking about. And they and they may do something that might counteract, might th- be a throw a wrench into their best, uh, the Celtics' best laid plans. Yeah, but let's let's go over to the West Side, uh, right. West Side Western Conference playing tournament, which will be on Wednesday. Yep. And uh, we're gonna start off, like I said, with the the lower seed part. Uh, nice seed Grizzlies versus the Tennessee Spurs, and uh, the Grizzlies won the season series two to one versus the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, their record this year was thirty eight thirty four. Uh, the Grizzlies. Yep. I was kind of surprised looking up their stats. The Grizzlies are fourth in the NBA in assists. They are tenth. Rated in defense with 110 points allowed, and um, mm-hmm. I should have mentioned earlier, in, in assists they average 26.9 assists a game, and then they're a great yeah. rebounding team. They're fourth in rebounding, 46.5 rebounds, Absolutely. and um, they won their last matchup against the Spurs, 133 to 102 in San Antonio. And in that game, the Grizzlies had uh, nine players scoring double figures in that game, and they shot 50 percent from three. And um, it just seems like they. They basically just had – it seemed like everybody on the team scored at least 12 points. And when I looked at their box score, like their entire starting star lineup were in double digits and had Absolutely. three or four guys yeah. off the bench that um, they contributed. They contributed as yeah. well. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. They're one of those uh, young teams. With, you know, they have a lot of – some pieces on that team. You know, they, they may be closer than some of these teams may think. You know, and, you know the, the West uh, – mm, might be tougher next year, even. I, I think what well, one thing against the Grizzlies, um, they they're not. They, I don't think they can score enough, possibly, because that we saw that you know the other other day with them against the Warriors. Like at a certain yeah. point, yeah. if Jai's not rolling, like they they're pretty much done. And then also, mm-hmm. I, I noticed something else. Uh, Grayson Allen, he didn't play, and um, yeah. he's probably going to be out for that game with the abdominal strain. So it's like they. Mm-hmm. And I saw um, Sam Mitchell bring up a good point. Like he was saying, you know, Pop. Now they they probably knew for weeks, you know, weeks on end, he's gonna have some type of game plan he, he for gonna, him. He gonna cook something up. And John Morant, you know, the the Warriors kind of showed like, well, okay, we know you're gonna attack the basket with. You know, he's very unorthodox. So they're like, well, we're just gonna make you into a shooter and mm-hmm. try to play it that way. But the Grizzlies, they do have a, a deep team where I think they're gonna have to go deeper into the to the roster and kind of mm-hmm. try yeah. to just find that combination. Yeah, mm-hmm. just trying to come at them from a, a variety of fronts rather than just think, trying to put everything on Jai. I think he's going to try to come out and try to spread the wealth, try to get his teammates going, and then that'll basically open up things for him and kind of sometimes I know LeBron would do that a lot where he would set his teammates up first and then start cooking or like Jordan would do he would set them mm-hmm. up set the table for them and then he would finish up mm-hmm. and um, Ja could possibly do that because he's going to have a tough matchup against Deontay Murray like he's a one of, he's yeah. been on the all NBA oh, yeah. defensive team good, good player and um, he had, almost had the same kind of body type that wiry strong and can move his feet and cause a lot of um, mm-hmm. pressure cause a problem man and um, on the Spurs side um you know, Spurs are thirty three and thirty 
Mm. Well, but Dad, you have anything else to talk about the, the Grizzlies? I no, guess. other than the fact that uh, you know, I, I I like that team. I like that, that they have a lot of. When I when I watched them play, I, I saw some guys I didn't I didn't know anything about, and those guys come out there and they and they play hard. That's that's the thing. What I like, they seem like one of those kind of teams. They 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 got a lot of enthusiasm, and they come out and they use everything they got. But like you said, they're a young team, and it's gonna t- just take a little time. Yeah, on the, on the Spurs side, um, yeah. <clears throat> 33-39, uh, they have a ninth-rated defense allowing 110 points. Uh, scoring their 20th in the NBA with 111 points per game. Um, but they're kind of trending in the wrong direction. The Spurs, they're 1-4 in the last five games. Um, you know, points per game is DeMar DeRozan leads the way with 21 points. And Deontay mm-hmm. Murray, he averages 15. And Derrick White averages 15 points. Um, Rudy Gay, Lonnie Walker averages 11 points. But Speaking about Derrick White, he's going to be out. He's been out because, you know, how they fly on the radar. He he got hurt back in April, and he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's 15 points gone. And then you forget, you know, they got rid of Marcus Aldridge. He left, so that's about yeah. 15 or 17 points gone. Yeah. So I think the Spurs, they're going to have to lean heavily on, like, DeMar DeRozan and uh, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, yeah. a lot of their vets to kind of – because outside of them, the rest of the team, they're fair, they're really young. Like yeah. uh, Deontay Murray is probably like 21 or 22. Yep. That guy, London Walker, he's probably about 22. Um, the rest of their bench, the other bench players, they're very young. So mm-hmm. what what do you think the Spurs have to offer um, against the Grizzlies? Ooh, I think the, I think I think it's gonna be a, a basically a close game. I think and the only reason I say it's gonna be a close game because you got Pop sitting over there. He's had how many weeks to sit up there? And he probably saw this and he's been probably scheming different things. He'll give them some different looks, you know, because Pop is kind of he's an unorthodox gal, so you know he'll come in and change some stuff. And he said, "Why is this guy starting?" You know, just uh, psychologically to get them off key. So I I think it's gonna be a close game. I think uh, I think the Spurs may pull this thing out, man. Very close game. Yeah, I think that's what like I said. Um, Sam Mitchell said on NBA TV, he was saying Pop is gonna have some type of scheme waiting for John. I think John saw a portion of that <laughs> yeah, against the Warriors, a where preview. they because <clears throat> they played them multiple times in the year, and they I don't think they showed that coverage. They was just like Steph. Um, he saw him, and then it adds to this as well. Um, yep. He he kind of not called out Steph, but he kind of said something slick about. Um, facing the Warriors last year and saying that Steph wasn't the MVP. You know, Kevin Durant was the finals MVP. And then, um, you know, Steph sees that stuff too. Yeah, so yeah. And then they asked like, him about it. He said, oh, well, because he got, actually guarded John the majority of the game, mm-hmm. but he sagged off of him. And he told, you know, the guy asked him about it. He just said, oh, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. So Steph remembers that type. Cause that's what I remember when they, because that's their first time facing each other um, mm-hmm. in their career. And so sometimes you got to see stuff up close to understand it. Like you can talk real, real funny when somebody's not there, but then they're there. Like this stuff is a real, you yeah. know, real deal. Like it's not a, a joke. This ain't a video game. <laughs> and um, but going off, going off on tangent, but like with yeah. the Spurs, what I'm saying is, Spurs remember they they guard LeBron in the finals where yeah. they basically just hold just hold up in the free throw. Um, free throw line down. Yep, had a box almost, and like we usually have to hit jumpers. LeBron, yeah, what is worth, he did hit jumpers those last you know Miami Heat series where they they lost, but LeBron, yeah, played played superb. But it was just he didn't have a supporting cast. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's what John's gonna face. Um, Absolutely. you know in their game where they're just gonna load up. And they're gonna be like, you you gonna come in the paint, but you're gonna have four guys on you. Yeah. And um Ja, to his credit, he is he is crafty, but he probably gonna pull out some stuff we ain't never seen before. He better. But he's gonna have to do it probably more than often, probably about twenty times a game. And I'm pretty sure he's up to the challenge, but I'm thinking like like you said, the Spurs are gonna have some type of Oh, Pop's gonna have some. He go, it, 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 you know what? Pop is the kind of guy he'll come up with some old, some junk about tr- tr- you know tr- uh, pressuring these guys all the way up the court. You know, he may do a little bit of that and you know and change that up, and then come back to it. And then he may, like I said, you know, Pop is not uh, not uh, uh, above uh, starting some guy that you don't know nothing about. That you said, well, where did this guy? Where he come from? You know, he he'll do that just to get inside their head. So what is he doing? So he has a history of that. 
Yeah, because I, I I think they they also too he's he's gonna see a lot of zone. I'm pretty sure that's gonna pop up um, in their game as well. Absolutely, because Pop them know they're they're not trying to get into a scoring scoring outfit with no. with them. No, no. But uh, the Spurs have played kind of bad the the last couple of um, five games, but. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a pretty good. I think gonna be a solid matchup. And in, in this game too, they had the drama. Like you losing this series, that's it. Yeah, like that's that's, that's the detriment of this playing yeah. tournament for the lower lower, lower seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta win you got, straight up to you, get in there. You got to. I mean, and I think that adds a little pressure. You know, and, well, two uh, times. Yeah, yeah. You got lose. But the, but the thing is, uh, that, that does I guess give those other teams a little hope. <laughs> you know, just barely making. So hey. And uh, so, who you got in that game, Spurs or the Grizzlies? I'm taking the Spurs. I trust. I trust in Doc. I mean, in Pop. Only reason why? Or you just... Well, I I think Pop is is gonna gonna open up his old bag of tricks, and he has enough of his old old vets left. And like, he got some crafty veterans on the team, you know, Gay, and he got DeRozan and and uh, Patty Mills, and those guys can, you know, they 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 know what the, what what the deal is. They know their limitations, and they know what they need to do to take it off. And I think, like you said, they're gonna uh, load up on uh, Morant, and basically he's gonna have to come out of a different bag, basically. But I think Pop is gonna gonna try to confuse him. I think that's that's what that's his only thing. He he doesn't have a, a you know, his a typical what he, what we would call a San Antonio type uh, roster with some of those players. So hey, he's gonna make do what he has. I, I'll tell you, um, just go to I'll say the Grizzlies because um, Giles probably since he saw that he's gonna probably be expecting that, and they're gonna have some type of. Counter to that, and then this is the match of the old versus the young. Their coach is one of the youngest coaches in the NBA. I think he might be the youngest, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And um, I think John might come out and just, you know, just play out his head. He might be due for one of those. He's playing, you know, the college tournament, so he's used to that. Then yeah. they have experience. They played in the um, playing tournament last year in the bubble, and he said he kind of regretted not leaving it all out on the court. So I'm pretty sure he's going to go. Kind of guns blazing Where he's going to Kind of go loose I guess Try to play You know within their game plan But he's going to know Try to push the tempo And get get his guys going And um, Absolutely I'll look for A a big scoring game For Jai To bounce back From this um, This loss against the Warriors And that's Because that's kind of Still on everybody's mind So Mm -hmm. Let's Uh I go with the Grizzlies. So let's move on <laughs> to the main event <laughs> yeah. of the play-in tournament: the seven seed Lakers versus the eight seed Warriors. Uh, season series: the Lakers won two to one. The Lakers they have a forty-two and thirty record. Um, Lakers are second in points allowed at one hundred six, one hundred six points. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fifteen in assists per game at twenty-four. Point seven assists and um, they Lakers they they won the last game against the Warriors uh, one twenty eight to ninety seven on March fifteenth. I remember that game. And um, let's just just talk about it. Why you know it's Lakers versus the Warriors. This is what everybody wanted from the playing tournament when this oh, yeah. kind of swung this way. So yeah. this this is almost like a um, uh, you know you you're eating a bowl of ice cream and all of a sudden you, you dig down and you found a little piece of cake. It's almost like uh, this is a, a nugget at the end of the season. But I, I just uh, to, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like w- the way we talked when the season started, that if the Lakers, if the Lakers had all their players and all their things going on, and they, and they got the majority of their team back now, that we 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 we, put, we picked the Lakers to win. At least I did. You know, I didn't like it, but <laughs> but I think they they they're gonna. I, I think this game. Uh, Wednesday, uh, I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a rough game, but I, I think maybe down the stretch, I think the Lakers will will, uh, will overpower them a little bit. I, I, I just worry about the size of uh, um, of L.A., you know, with uh, A.D. and with uh, Drummond and with LeBron orchestrating. And, in, and then uh, this guard is back. You know, that uh, it was on, uh, what's his name? Uh, Schroeder. Schroeder. Schroeder's back. And I think what, what's happening with them, if, if they can do that for one game and get – their main guys back, and these other guys have had just like these other teams. They've had to bring some of their bench players in, and they play some meaningful minutes. Uh, they look pretty tough, but I, I it, if I had to pick a winner of this game, I, I, I'd have to pick the Lakers. In a, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. On the Lakers side, you know, the they, side, they yeah. last won. Um, mm-hmm. AD didn't play. Montrez had twenty seven off the bench. Uh, yes. Taylor Horton Tucker. 
Mm-hmm. He played pretty well. And, and then I don't know, you know, Damon Jones, Damon Jones. <laughs> who played with the <laughs> uh, with the Warriors. Um, yeah. he was the star center at that point. And yeah. uh, right now, you wow. know, LeBron has A D and Drummond back. So Absolutely. like you said, that's a big that's a murderous that's a front, big line. front line. You so bet. with saying that, you know, on the Warriors side, um, they were 39, 33. Mm-hmm. They were first in assists per game in the NBA, yeah. and most of that came from you know I think Draymond almost averaged ten assists I think this yeah. year. Um, they were twelfth in points per game at one hundred thirteen points um, scored, and uh, not bad. But during the last twenty games, they have the highest rated defense, and yeah. like as a as a defensive whole, they've been trending upwards, mm-hmm. and. Um, the only thing now, like, uh, Oubre probably is going to be out. Um, yeah, like is. you said, they're going to be super small. Their bigs are just pretty mm-hmm. much Dre and Looney and, and, and Bell. That's about it. But they have a, you know, a nuclear weapon with Steph. Absolutely. Steph is averaging 36 in the month of May. He's a player of the month in May. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, their stats against the Warriors, uh, he only averaged like 23 points. And I'm just saying only because that's Steph. Like, if that was another person, that's a pretty good scoring average. Mm-hmm. But I just think on the Warriors' side, since we saw in that last game, that yeah. was basically a playoff game to get them into this spot. Yeah, Steph's probably going to have to shoot like 40 times um, on Wednesday. And I'm pretty sure. And they, they even said, Steve Kerr said he should have been more aggressive. So yeah. if he shot 36, he's going to probably damn to shoot probably 45 um, if he can. He sent him the message. You, know, you, 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 uh, you wide open, whatever you want to do, man. And um, with the Warriors, like I said, they've, they're trending upwards. And I think this is going to be another team. That, it's going to be a different team than what the Lakers saw. And also, yeah. vice versa, they didn't play with Drummond. But Drummond, he's been kind of up and down. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, he's Absolutely. had some games where he looks like, oh, yeah, he's doing this. But, but he's not really a great, like, deterrent under the rim. And I'm pretty sure... Go to say gonna pull out. You know, people been wanting them to play more pick and rolls. There are gonna be a lot of pick and rolls um, Wednesday. Gonna put them in that. I mean, you know. And then one other thing, you know, we talk about this all the time. I, and, and that reason I picked the, the Lakers to beat them, but because they got this huge, this big front line. But you know, when you got all those big bodies down in there, I mean, that that closes up, cuts off some things, you know, too. I mean, I don't know how how much all three of them are gonna be playing at the same time together. I'm sure they're gonna have instances of that, but they gonna that's gonna uh, like you said, this, this pick and roll stuff, uh, drumming. That's uh, you don't want to get drumming out there no pick and roll. I mean, you know, that's that's not an envious situation. Also, because you know, mm-hmm. Ken Bazemore, he's been starting. He's been pretty good since they put him in the star lineup, and I think yep. that's going to be a different look. I guess he's not. He, he doesn't have the size six four, so that's going to be hard to yeah. you know match up against LeBron. But I think Wiggins is going to go up against LeBron on the defensive end, mm-hmm. and he's. Played very well where he should get some type of defensive um, team, um, some type of uh, consideration for that. Absolutely. Um, And it's going to be a tough matchup for the Warriors, but I think if they can, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't have a lot of room for error where they can't come, they can't get down early in the game because they're playing in L.A. And I think um, Steph just, I don't think he plays well in Staples Center for some reason. So, Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but on the flip side, then like you said earlier, that LeBron supposedly says Steph is going to be the he's the MVP to him. Yeah, you know he's kind of buttering up. But Steph, you know they know Steph, that. Steph but, did a, Steph did an interview and somebody asked him about them playing the Lakers and he wouldn't answer the question. He did some little head shake. He was just disregarding. Yeah, because ba- then basically yeah. like like LeBron is on the reverse side. He's not giving no type of bulletin board material because he know this is one game. Yeah. Like, yeah, Steph is like you said. Steph is trending upwards. He's been yeah. rolling since probably April, mid April. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he's still he's had a constant burn. Like like I think like saving like spaceships and stuff. Like yeah. he's, he's he's rolling. He rolling, baby. And they can hold him as much as they want, but eventually he get they can just give him the ball too because it's not like well I'm gonna pass it over to this guy. Let him do that. That's out the window. Finally, at this point, Steph will just go, yeah. kind of how he used to. When, you know, back in 2014 with Mark Jackson, sometimes he just, you know, yeah. just let them loose yeah. and not stay in that offense as much. And um, like like I said, they're going to run a lot of pick and rolls. They're drumming. Yes. If Gasol comes out there, they're going to run. They're going to oh, run yeah. him through some pick and rolls. Absolutely. Uh, Montrez, he's not really a great defender, he's but he's, yeah. you know, he's good on the flip side. Mm-hmm. 
And I just think um, the Warriors are going to have a, some type of chance. Like it's going to be a good, oh. good matchup. Oh, it's you know it's it's it's, it's going to be like a little like a little extra. Like here in Louisiana, you know, we talking about that little lane yap. They give you a little extra. I think th- this game here. I, mean, I think a lot of people are going to watch that game. I think this is going to be one of the high rated, uh, you know, games of the season probably. And I just I, yeah, I just hope it's not. Oh, I don't a, a blowout because that's no. the only thing where, like you said, the Warriors, their only beat, their tallest person is lonely at 6'9", if yep. he's dead. If he's dead. And uh, Bell, you know, he's 6'8". LeBron, you know, Draymond's like 6'6". Six, six yeah. On a good day. And um, they don't have the big bodies. You know, a lot of people were talking about their rookie. They would have been uh, nice to have him. Oh, um, man. But, you know, they got to go what they got to go. And they might be for yeah. the best. Just play small and make them play down. Yeah. Play down to you because that's what, um, you know, in one game, they just need the little things to go right. Tip, you know, tip outs. They're going to have to do a lot of game rebounding from the guards. Absolutely. To come in and help and, um, you know, not leave Looney and Draymond down there to, you know, to die, basically. Yeah. They're going up against some, yeah. some giants. That's some big bodies. And um, yeah. I think they're going to be up for the task because they're, they're ready. But then, like I said, if they do lose, they're still in it. That's that's why it's important for them to get into this yeah. that seed where they can potentially lose, yeah. but still they still have to play whoever wins out of nine and ten. So yeah, to, to me, to me, uh, uh, they're in a, they're in a good position considering when the season started what they what they had lost and what they was trying to do. You know, because remember early in the year what were we talking about? He said maybe they just need to just go on, get on out and yeah, because they they were they look yeah. rough the beginning of the year then. Yeah. Well, it started off bad because Clay was supposed to come back. Then Absolutely. Clay, the, the damn week before they started, he he, you know, towards yeah. um Achilles. Yeah, I think yeah, towards Achilles. So that was another real just a blow, and so they kind of had to temper their expectations. But they still finally got it going where they were like, "Nah, we just don't, we we you still need to try to play yeah. instead of just you know yeah. throwing in the towel." Well, that's, that, that you think about that. The the the, the Golden State is, is a, a winning, high caliber team, and they didn't give up basically. And their coach and staff they said, "Well, we can do this. Let's work on this here for a few weeks. Let's try to get this and, and bring all these players in and see what we can get out of this." And and and, and basically, I think a lot of it is just that, that they, when they had all these practices and, and these days where they can they can actually work together as a team, and they brought those guys in because a lot of those guys have had to play in situations, some games that we wouldn't watch normally. You know what I mean? <laughs> when they get out of control, but uh, evidently Steve Kerr and that coaching staff knew what they were doing. So with uh, with all that, who who you got winning game, Lakers or the Warriors? I guess you, uh, what you said. I'm, I'm gonna take the Lakers, man. As much as it you know irks me, but I would not be surprised. If the Warriors won that game, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'll just, like you say, I'm just been going opposite of you. I'm, I'm going go with the Warriors, man. I think Steph is rolling. He has a point to mm-hmm. prove because, like, early in the year started, like, what is he – I think – I don't know who – it was some pundit said, is 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 Steph really a top uh, 1A type player? You know, he's, you know, he had KD. He doesn't have Clay to – you know, Clay would guard the toughest player. We all know that. We know that. We miss Clay. But um, Steph has proved his point. He's a scoring leader, 33 years old. Um, he he set a three-point uh, made record yep. this year. Um, you know, he's put himself into categories with Wilt and Kareem and Michael Jordan, so he's doing something well, and that's just a sh- Oh, kind of nice. shut up the naysayers for somebody who's won three championships, two MVPs. <laughs> he still constantly has to prove himself. No so I think he's going to come out like yeah, this again, so. especially going against somebody like LeBron, right. who's um he's kind of had to you know run ins with, with the past. So I'm Absolutely. pretty sure he's looking to oh yeah put all his um he's not going to leave his um gun with any bullets in it left. He's going to shoot. Oh, he's gonna so he's every, going to every bullet he has. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Just, I'm gonna go go for the shocker. This has been another. It's not bad as 2020, but 2021 <laughs> has been weird as well. I'm gonna go with the Warriors. I think Steph is gonna come out and try to score at least 50. Uh, Draymond always plays big in games because I. I also I should have known Draymond was very good in this the past game against the um, Grizzlies where he was more aggressive on the offensive end, Absolutely. especially in the early point where Steph was kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Draymond took it upon himself to go to the basket and be more aggressive, and I think that's what he's been waiting on. I was kind of wanting him to do that more in the season, but I think now he knows playoff time, and that's what he rises to the occasion as well. And um, I think they're going to 
pull off a shocker and um I hope so. win in LA. I say Steph I say Steph's gonna score probably like forty eight. <laughs> and um Oh man. They're gonna have to have some type of luck on the side, on the Lakers side. Somebody might twist an ankle or <laughs> somebody gets in foul trouble or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the Warriors. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, at the end of the game, uh, in that game, that last game the, the Lakers played, uh, that was a situation where you know LeBron supposed to tweak, <laughs> twist this thing, and I don't know if that's just Hollywood a drama thing or what, but they say he tweaked his ankle. He said he's fine. Somebody something. against the Pacers. The, yeah, uh, LeBron did. He twisted his... Uh, oh, no, they played the Pels. Like, the Pels, yeah. He twisted his ankle down in New Orleans a little bit. He said he's fine, though. He was yeah. on the sideline with his boys. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. That's, that's just Hollywood, you know. Yeah. yeah. Any, anything else you want to add about the playing tournament? No, no but could I say one, one other thing? Uh, they were talking about uh, uh, teams that are not in there. They was, they, I saw a piece on TV today. They were talking about the L.A. Clippers. They were saying uh, Stephen A. Smith had some smirmy little comment. He was saying that uh, they should they the most. Uh, he was getting on the uh, the. Uh, they they basically lost to like, duck. They the, lo- they're, they're just const- yeah. um Yeah, what's his name? Said they don't um, coach. Uh, I forgot his name. Sam. Um, Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell. Well, yeah. you can go ahead. No, it, it was just it was Stephen. He was just saying that that, that uh they, they lost. He was basically calling them out, saying they lost those games just so they set a lot of their players down, so they wouldn't have to run into the Lakers. You know, that sounded like a good plan to me. Yeah, that's what that's what Sam Mitchell saying. Crazy? Why would you play against somebody yeah. that could potentially beat you early on yeah. and get them in the playoffs? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want them to run through the gamut yeah. first and Absolutely. then get them? You don't want to fight. I Most of the time you fight against a team like that, you want them on their last leg right. where they're out of gas and somebody's beating them and I up. Want, I want them to have some bumps on them when I'm yeah. Yeah, and that's that's basically like what it is a war of attrition. Like you, you basically at the end of especially when it gets down to the finals, that's Absolutely. when people start breaking down. Absolutely, and that's just you know that's just part of it. That's part of the finals. That's part of basketball. You trying Absolutely. to get somebody. Let's be honest, it's not trying to be. Oh well, I want to be a real competitor. I no, want to play them. Nah, I want to win. I want to beat. You don't think some of them team would take a, would like to beat the Lakers if, if uh, AD and LeBron broke down and yeah they don't sort of care. Go, what they care because that's that's what I'm going for rant but the yeah. Cavs they said that that's how Steph beat them the Absolute, first year yeah because the Kyrie and uh, Love got hurt then the Cavs won yeah. Um, Iguodala's banged up. Steph was banged Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Um, you know, they got Draymond out of there. Yeah. Um, Boca got hurt. Yeah. So it goes both ways. So if, if it's one person, you say that's why they won, then it goes to your favor. Right. It's, it's even. So uh, that's part of the game. So I don't I don't blame them at all. That's Absolutely. just smart. Because even Shaq, Shaq said that. He said, yeah. Phil told him, like, we don't want to play Utah yeah. early in the playoffs. <laughs> they, he said that multiple they, times. They're dangerous. It's about, like Sam it's, it's about matchups. You don't want to play certain certain teams. Like, you just don't yeah. – sometimes you just don't match up for whatever yeah. teams. And, like, going – not to go off on the rank because we get yeah. along. But, like, yeah, I, I remember LeBron then was with Miami in yes. that run. For whatever reason, when they played Portland, when they had Gerald Wallace and Batum, yep. and um, it might have been Brandon Roy, might have been in there a little it bit. It was Roy, yeah. He got hurt. They used to beat on. them like bad, or they used to have like sizable leads. They they didn't match up well with them because of those fours or whatever. For whatever reason, Absolutely. it's just certain teams. Yeah, you just don't match they up just well. Get, they with. got your number, man. It's nothing wrong. And then with the Clippers, you know, Ibaka's still iffy. You don't yeah. want to go up against that yeah. front line without just Zubac. And is it and uh, the, you know the Morris twin like he, yeah. he can't he's not he can't handle he can't do he all can't, that they banging yeah so that's a smart move uh, yeah I, I don't my kudos to to, to Tyron Lue and the late and Jerry West and if you want to want to say that too it was Port, yeah. you know Denver did well I guess they said Denver as well because Denver yeah. sat down that boy so Portland yeah. can win why Absolutely. wouldn't you do that yeah. I, why, so, why, why we got to lay everything? You, they think you got to lay the, the plate out for these teams. Or what? Yeah. I want to see how these hit. Well, you know uh-uh. they don't. I mean, it's entertainment for us, but that's that's, a, that's, that's them. Business. That's business. That's them playing out there. It's like we're just watching. We don't yeah. have any. Out, out, I know sometimes we feel like we do. Yeah, we don't have any outcome on these games at home. Not none. These dudes are in the field, on the court, playing yeah. hurt. Yeah. You know, all type of pain. And they don't want to see LeBron. You don't want to see him. Dude. I've seen LeBron. We've seen LeBron yeah, we've person. Seen I don't, you don't want to fool with him. Nah, that dude, he's 6'8", 260. <laughs> 
fast as a point guard. Yeah, and strong as a yeah. horse. So, so you know, you, you do what you got to do. All right, yeah, let's. You know, I'm going off too much, but um, but so that's that's in our podcast, y'all. Remember to check us out on your preferred podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. On Apple Podcasts, if you're on there, subscribe to us, write a review if you can, give us five stars if you can, please. If you're on Stitcher, be sure to make us your favorite on there to keep up with us. Give us five stars if you can. Share the show if possible to your friends, your enemies, your loved ones. And if you use Spotify, be sure to follow us on there to get our most recent episodes. Also, I'm on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at B underscore M-B-S-M-A-R-C. And on Instagram at uh, Marcus underscore The Innovator. It's all one word. And uh, with that, I'm Marcus Simmons. On behalf of my pops, Joel Simmons, uh, y'all take care and uh, peace out. Good night.